Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul. Today we dive into taking back our health through food. Enjoy. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. With Brian and Debbie Godowski. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Today is episode six, so we're racking them up a little bit. Yay! Yeah, so today we're going to, it's our, the title is going to be Taking Back Our Health Through Food. It is the title. Um, we kind of went back and forth a little bit with uh, the name of this episode. Um, several directions we could have gone. Um, but going back to last week we kind of dove into the standard american diet uh, known as sad and um, just barely touched the surface of things that we feel are important to share so um, we we settled on taking back our health through food but um, it's also uh, very much we're kind of diving deep into the behind the scenes of what that is and um, honestly by the lies and deceit and who's profiting right. um, from from all of this food that we feel is okay to eat these days right okay so you know what is our motivation for sharing this information well we've talked a little bit about this and I've been thinking about this quite a bit this week um, because we are learning all of this information um, and like we've said before it's we can't keep it to ourselves anymore so one thing that that I kept picturing um, are people that you know maybe fast forward 10 years down the road and, and they're facing a health crisis or maybe the information that is being published now and the new scientific um, evidence now that that kind of um, goes against what the medical profession has been teaching for a very, very long time. Um, I just keep picturing people saying, um, I wish I had known. Right. You know, why didn't someone tell me this? Yeah. And that, that, that breaks my heart. And, and I, you know, I just, I can't not share this information, you know, but it's one thing for somebody to know the information and choose not to act on it. Mm -hmm. um, whatever that information is, it doesn't necessarily have to be with uh, health and nutrition, but it's an entirely different thing if someone was never told right. and they never got the opportunity to act on it. For sure. So I think what we want to, we're doing, we're doing everything we can to put the information out there and, and people can do with it what they may. Oh yeah, because if you're not really trying to find that information you're not going to really stumble up across it because you know the mainstream media doesn't want you to honestly no they don't and neither do the uh, food companies exactly and so they've gotten very good at uh, selling their lies and and I hate to sound so so bold but mm -hmm. that's just that's the way it is and um, you know this process just, it, I'm in shock still of some of the things that are being disclosed now. Right. And, um, well, they have been for years. They, but they've been kept 
kept very quiet. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with uh, power and politics and money. And really, it's about who has the most money and the most power. And they're the ones that their voice is heard. Right. So you're right. They Scientists have known for decades um, things that are being kept quiet. And, you know, there's actually doctors that, that we follow now that um, they rely on very, very intelligent, very smart, very well-respected um, doctors and scientists. And a lot of those doctors have, they've been threatened to have their medical license uh, revoked. Right. And it's because they're standing up for this stuff. And, but they're, they're tired of it. They, uh, they've had enough. And so a lot of them are speaking out. Right. And one of the, th one of the things um, that I was just current, just recently rereading um, is uh, about a man named Ansel Keys. And um, he started this whole movement about uh, high fat, high saturated fat diets causing heart disease, high saturated fats and cholesterol mm -hmm. causing heart disease. And that was accepted, that's, that was taught um, for years. And yeah, then, I that. yeah. And then finally, doctors were saying, now wait a minute, if that's the case, then people that have been eat and their ancestors been eating butter and eggs and you know red meat for years and mm -hmm. they're healthy. Right. So when you start looking at the behind the scenes, what they were finding, first of all, Ansel Keys was a complete fraud, a liar. And so he tweaked his research. So the outcomes would be uh, pointing to the information or the, the point he wanted to make. And so they found that a lot of his research was he, instead of using uh, saturated fat in, in his studies, he was using margarine. Mm. And so, yeah, completely different story. Completely yeah. different story. And what is the difference between margarine and, and uh, butter? Butter. Well, first of all, butter is close to a natural, um, closer to Mother Nature, and um, margarine is a highly processed, um, chemically imbalanced product, and that causes all kinds of health problems. And and you know, the scientists know this. Mm -hmm. Um, the interesting thing about Ansel Keys is the margarine companies got him on board because people at that time, this is back in the 50s, mm -hmm. they were accepting him as the one and only, the guru of saturated fat and cholesterol. And so they, they realized that, hey, people are falling for this guy and what he's saying. Um, let's use him to promote our product and so that was the beginning of it. Oh yeah, I remember growing up it was, oh no, stay away from the butter, we gotta get the margin because it's healthier. Mm -hmm. Of course we are completely fooled in that. Yeah, I, I know and it just, it, it's, it makes me so angry. Um, so, you know, one of the 
points I think that we can can make and hopefully people will take um, and to heart um, even if if people are not interested in when we get you know dive deeper into all this if they will just understand you know follow the money mm -hmm. with all, with everything in life basically but especially in the food industry right. and then another point that is often made is if we can just stay closer to mother nature then we'll, we'll be so much better off. Oh yeah, absolutely. The further away from Mother Nature and, you know, relying on factory-produced, yeah, stuff. that's that's where we're getting into trouble. Right, okay, let's see, I'm just looking at our notes here. And uh, did you wanna get into some takeaways from last week? Let's do. Okay. Um, you remember what you know what I'm so passionate about and 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 maybe this will be on my tombstone one day <laughs> is the high fructose corn syrup just just throw it out get that's, yeah yeah that's funny I just went to the store the other day we were out of jelly for Addie's uh, peanut butter jelly sandwich that she takes to school every day and like I gotta find some without the high fructose syrup in there so luckily I found a couple jars with no high corn no high corn <laughs> high fructose corn yeah. syrup. it's yeah, a mouthful yeah there it is and actually she liked it she liked it better than the sandwich I was making before so that. let me ask you this how how many jars did you have to look at before you found something without that in it luckily it was the first one but I okay. know there were some other jars but I kind of knew you know, what was, yeah, what, what you were for. yeah targeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm curious. Now, last week we challenged everybody to at least pull everything out on your counter from your pantry and your fridge with high fructose corn syrup. Just you, if you don't have, you, you, if you don't want to throw it away, just pull it out and mm -hmm. see how much. And again, like we said last week, if you don't have much in in your house with that in it, kudos. Oh, yeah. You are much further yes yes um, so I would be curious to know if if that you know landed on anybody's heart and, and they did that right another one was the importance of reading ingredient labels yes and one of the things we talked about was um, that hidden sugars mm -hmm. so and there's there's so many aliases for sugar and um, one thing we can share with people is anything that ends with O-S-E, that's a sugar. Right. So, you know, um, and we, you know, we can list. Yeah, you can easily find of all of that. Um, so that's something that, that um, we, can, we can, you know, share with people. And then, you know, another thing too is um, these healthier products that, that we, feel are important to use unfortunately they are more expensive oh yeah that's one of the downsides is you can really go to the more expensive item in the aisle and find that it's you know the healthier option than you know the one that's cheaper mm -hmm. that's just the most the, the most unfortunate it, it thing. is it is and you know an example that i just um saw at the store is is the the mayonnaise that we use now mm -hmm. um, it is qu it is quite a bit more than you know what we used to use 
but it doesn't have the high fructose corn syrup in it. And so if you can, you know, every family um, has to decide what's going to work within their budget and, and they need to, you know, see what products and, and food that they can pick that are closer to Mother Nature right. without all the additives. You know, the way I look at it is I don't hesitate to buy the more expensive item when it comes to my health and wellness because, you know, the doctor's visits or whatever kind of visits you're going to have because of choosing the cheaper or lower quality item is going to be much more expensive than the more expensive product yeah. you're buying. It, it, helps, it helps to justify it. Um, and if, if people can do that, then, you know, at least, at least now, you know, maybe they've got some information they didn't have before mm -hmm. and, and that'll help them right. pick. And s people that, that really are on a tight budget, then once again, you know, pick a few things that you can do yeah. and just know that even, you know, it's, it's a one step at a time process and just know that whatever you can do within your, your means, you're getting closer to, to being healthy. Yeah, another way to help that is look at it as an investment into your body. Mm -hmm. When you look at it that way, I, for me, it helps me, you know, just do what I need to do, buy the more expensive product, buy the products that I need. Mm -hmm. think, of, think of it as an investment in yourself, just yeah. like you would, you know, investing in money and, you know, some other item. That makes me think of uh, uh, something that we do now. and. Um, I used to be the chips queen. I loved chips. You can put ice cream and chocolate bars in front of me all day long, and I could say no to them mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, but you put a, a bowl of chips in front of me, and you know, just thinking about it now, my mouth is watering. Those yeah. Lay's potato chips with the salt, oh, and yeah. of course, I've talked about the tortilla chips. But um, what I have substituted chips with are nuts and I know everybody has you know different intolerances and preferences but nuts for the for most people are going to be pretty healthy they're going to be healthy yeah. but then again you have to read the ingredients oh yeah for sure because a lot of times canola oil is added oh, sunflower yeah. oil is added so if you can find a, a product that has the nut like cashew almond um, Pistachio. pistachios and and with sea salt you know, no added oils, that's what you want to target. Absolutely. Uh, that's what you want to purchase. But it is, they are more expensive. Yes. Especially those pistachios. They're good, <laughs> aren't they? You yeah. and Dad are hooked on those. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and also another thing that I wanted to, to throw out there um, regarding sugar. Mm -hmm. um, so research is showing now that the average American adult now eats 22 teaspoons of sugar every day. Wow, and what's the, you know, recommended? Well, the uh, World um, Health Organization recommends six to 12, but um, I don't know, 12 teaspoons of sugar seems like an awful lot. I just picture yeah, putting it, go in your, go in your kitchen and put, yeah, bring, get, get, you know, 12 teaspoons and just lay them on your counter. Yeah. And then, and then go put 20, 22 and you know, it just, it's a, it's a really good uh, visual. Yeah. 
And so do you really want to be putting that in your body? Do you really want to be putting that in your kids' bodies? I don't, right. I don't think so. Yeah, it's tough to see. And, you know, moving on from sugar, we can, we can talk more about seed oils, which we touched on that last mm-hmm. week a little bit. You know, and honestly, there's still uh, controversy over this, and there's still conflicting information. How so? Well, there's two schools of thought. Um, The one that makes the most sense to me, and the one that has, I've read a lot of research on, um, is that seed oils, and we're talking canola, sunflower, Uh, corn oil, um, cottonseed oil, grapeseed oil, uh, and margarine. So to get those products, they take something that might have started out, you know, as a natural product, and then to get the oil, it goes through a huge refining process and and heating process. And what happens during that is it changes it, it chemically. It changes that product chemically into something very, very unstable. And when you, in these unstable chemicals, what that does to our body, you might ask. Yeah, I was going to ask, what is <laughs> it, so bad about that? Yeah. Um, it causes inflammation. Um, it leads to chronic diseases. Okay. And so some of the good oils that they say try to to use instead Mm -hmm. would be avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil, and part of that is they, especially uh, avocado oil, has a high heating um, capacity, so Mm -hmm. um, if if you're going to be cooking something at high heat, avocado oil is what they're recommending. To use. Okay, and um, do you know why that is? Because uh, these oils, when they reach a certain temperature, they start becoming unstable. Okay. Yeah, that that's what, sense. yeah. And there's this book that, um, in fact, we've got it sitting up here, Deep Nutrition by Catherine uh, Shanahan. Um, incredible book, incredible. And there's graph in that you know, graphics in there um, she goes into you know it's it's kind of sciencey in mm-hmm. some parts and um, a lot of chemistry so if somebody's interested in learning that um, you know recommend that. recommend that but the bottom line is she's saying stay with nature um, and then know what what is harming us and what 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 is causing inflammation right and stay away from those products and then you've got other people that are saying, um, you know, no, we should, you've got some people say we should uh, stay away from oils completely. I was just listening to a guy the other day and, and um, you know, he's, he's on the bandwagon of stay away from all oils. Really? Um, yeah. But you, it, there's a lot of research pointing to the advantages of olive oil. You know, it's actually oh, yeah. beneficial. I've heard tons of information about olive oil and how good it is to, you know, even fight cancer. Yeah, yeah, right. And you you take olive oil and you add some, say, some balsamic vinegar in there, and use that as your dressing. Yeah. That's what we do now, actually, and oh, it's, yeah, it's, I it's love delicious. That. It's it's delicious. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to, to learn more about that, um, that's a good book. We'll put it in the show notes. Another great book we've mentioned before is Stay Off My Operating Table. And that's written um, by a cardiologist okay. that um, he just, you know, after years of operating on people and seeing all of this fat surrounding their heart, mm -hmm. you know, it just, he started thinking about it and looking into it. And um, his story is, is remarkable and how he, he now understands, guess what, the fat was caused from? Oils. Sugar. Sugar, okay. So all this sugar that we've been eating and has been disguised in our food, that's what is leading uh, in many, many cases to heart disease. It's not the fats that it's we eat not, off steaks or... No, in fact, the saturated fats that you find in meats, um, they are actually finding beneficial health mm -hmm. uh, benefits from eating saturated fat. You'll, you'll talk to some people that are completely against that, mm -hmm. but here's the thing. Do your research. Don't take our word for it. Right. Don't take you know one source's word for it. Look for um, connections between reliable sources and see what they, they come up with. And, and make the changes that you feel work for you and that make sense for you. Right, I agree. Yeah. So we're talking about all the bad stuff here. Let's, I th I'd like to jump into, you know, what kind of things are good for you. You know, we talk about food as medicine. Are there any things that you would like to list now that you know, are beneficial to your health? Yeah, but this has become my new passion. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the people that I just admire the, the most and, and just so much and have learned so much is Dr. Mark Hyman. Yes. And so that is his slogan, food is medicine. And he calls his pantry and his refrigerator his medicine cabinet. That's awesome. And I love that. Yes. And so that's kind of the way I've started looking at things. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I think I would love to share today is, you know, I mentioned before, I make Dad and I smoothies every morning now. Mm -hmm. And um, the ingredients that we put in there are are gonna they're very beneficial to our health and, and there's I don't know how many total maybe seven eight something but I want to I want to talk about three of those today okay. That'd be awesome. and um, the first one is avocados and avocados. I love avocados I, I can eat them plain I, I you know I can put salt on them course I love the guacamole but guess com what comes with that are the tortilla chips right. but um, I didn't realize the benefits of avocados I knew I knew they were healthy I mm. knew they were good for us but I didn't really know why they are a superpower brain food right did you know the, that I did with the healthy fat the healthy fat yes so our brains are about 75% fat and so avocados, and I'm actually gonna read this because I wanna get it right for people, okay. provides the highest concentration of fat-protecting antioxidants of any other fruit or vegetable. Wow. Yes, 
and uh, it goes in brain. The brain is made up of fat, a type of fat most prone to oxidation, most vulnerable to oxidative stress. And when you start reading about health and, and uh, nutrition and functional medicine, you know, oxidative stress comes up a lot and that's um, causing a lot of damage in our bodies. And so that the avocado helps protect the brain against that. It's also rich in vitamin E, another antioxidant. Um, and it's one of the most powerful brain anti-aging foods we can consume. And being an almost 66-year-old, that, that spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, you must be eating a lot of avocado. Oh, you're sweet. You're so sharp. <laughs> um, avocados are also loaded with fat fiber, so that helps on many levels, as I think most people will, will know. And then it also has potassium, um, which helps maintain a healthy level of blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And then it has carotenoids in there, which that helps with uh, the eyes. Okay. It prote protects our eyes. And um, one, one of the diseases um, that I know is probably gonna sound familiar to a lot of people is macular degeneration, age-related macular de degeneration. And avocados can help with that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so there's the avocados that goes in our smoothies every morning um, and then blueberries awesome. so um, you know people that are uh, type 2 diabetic mm -hmm. um, they a lot they have to do they have to watch their fruit is going to affect uh, blood glucose more than others right. it, has, it has more fructose in it but it's not the high corn you know the high fructose corn syrup it's fructose from Mother Nature, right. and so along with fructose and the fruits that we eat, like we talked about last week, it comes with fiber, and it comes with other nutrients, so it's mm -hmm. not going to hit your bloodstream immediately and cause super high, you know, blood sugar spikes. Right. So uh, blueberries have uh, vitamin K1, which is involved in blood clotting. It's beneficial to bone health. Got, they've got a lot of vitamin C, which is another antioxidant. Mm -hmm. um, it's good for skin, he uh, skin health. Um, it's got uh, manganese, um, and, and all of that uh, is good for the immune function. Okay. Um, and then uh, it's got, this is, this is what really caught my eye too, is it helps with uh, insulin sensitivity <coughs> and reduces blood sugar spikes because I have to watch my blood sugar um, and and I think that would probably be a great episode one time to kind of get into all of that but yeah. um, I do really look for things that help in that area okay. um, and it's got vitamin A and then it's a rich source of uh, DNA methylation which that term I'm just now learning about but that's something that I think is important for people to know, and, and we'll dive. And what is that? Well, I'm bef it's how the bo body processes different things, and it has to do with our DNA. It has to do with the genetics, um, our genes that we're born with versus um, our genes that um, we can, can do something about. Huh? Okay. So we'll dive into that when I'm more prepared to, to talk about that. For sure. Okay. And then the last thing, um, 
like one of, I don't know, like I said, eight ingredients that I put is spinach. Okay. And, you know, everybody knows probably that spinach is high in fiber, lots of nutrients, lots of vitamins, lots of antioxidants. It's got vitamin K, potassium, vitamin A, folate, and um, uh, lutein, which is good for eye health. So when I make our smoothies every morning, instead of, you know, oh, I'm going to put spinach in here, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about all these things that we're actually, you know, eating to help with specific things in our health. Awesome. That's it's, a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it's fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a real fun way to look at it. Yeah, that's kind of what I look at my vitamins and minerals at. You know, I can't wait till you start talking <laughs> about your supplements. Right. Because you have really turned me on to a lot of supplements. Now I've got Dad doing it. Uh huh. And so, gosh, we're gonna be we're gonna be living to I don't know <laughs> I don't know how old. Living long and living short. Yeah, and it's not you know and and that's a good point, Bud, because it's not about the number of years that you live, but we want to be healthy. Yeah, the quality. The quality. Yeah. And and. Mm -hmm. That's a message that that I personally want to get out to people, you know, that are in my phase of life is, yep, you can do something, you know, no matter where you are, you know, I've got I've got friends and loved ones that are that are battling some some pretty serious diseases right, right. now, um, but there there is there are things that they can do that can take them down one road. You know, and help, oh, yeah. um, and have you know, hopefully, provide better outcomes. Oh yeah, um, better quality of life yeah. is what it's all about. I've mentioned it before that you know I see people that I work with, they're you know friends and family, they're around my age or coming around forty years old or whatnot, and they're always talking about you know how tired they are, this, this, and that, mm -hmm. and like. You don't have to be like that. There mm -hmm. are solutions. There are paths you can take mm -hmm. to have a better quality of life. You don't have to just live in this state the rest of your life. That's right. And I think people fall prey into that because they have been taught and they bought into the fact this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. But you know what? We're we're on the bandwagon to break through that mold. We oh. are going to do everything in our power Absolutely. to show people a different way. Yes, that is for sure. Yeah. With all that being said, I think we're coming down to the wire on the clock. Oh man, <laughs> it always comes too soon. I know, but we got so much more to talk about. So many more episodes to bring everybody. And so much more for us to learn, and we can't wait to do that. Yep, yep. All right, bud. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. All right. Y'all have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to Episode 6. Once again, we'd love to hear back from y'all. If y'all have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to ask us. We love seeing that. Y'all have a great week.